0: i had a date with some chick that like flaked it was rachel nichols or was molly karam which one was better and you you put that in your instagram story as a question and uh, it just happened that the girl's name was molly
1: oh are you joking that the girl like messages uh replies to the story like what the f- is this uh uh-uh. uh like and then she just blocks me as i'm on my way to like see her he dropped
0: me off at in and out and then turns around and texts me like 10 minutes later and goes Can you order me an In-N-Out Burger?
2: And you were just like, you can have mine, it's sh**. Whoa, 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 we're not getting into this. We're not
1: getting into an In-N-Out debate right now, bro. In-N-Out's trash.
2: What's up guys? Welcome to the Laced Up Podcast. Are we being trolled right now, Mike? What
1: the fuck? Can I walk off right now? Put that on a poster. Whoa. Now it's just an all-star
2: game right now.
1: You're such a bully. You don't deserve LeBron James, all right? It's insane. And you deserve exactly what happened to Chicago over the past decade. So how'd you win your ex-girlfriend breakup?
0: Bro!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kidding! Was it because you were bad at basketball?
1: Yeah. Yes! Get What's going on, guys? My name is Mike. I'm here with another Mike in a coop for the Lay Up Podcast, and a special guest today, DBG. What's up, brother? How are you, Mike? It's good to be on.
0: Um, looking forward to this. Looking forward to this. So, uh, Mike, at your Lakers aren't doing too
1: well,
2: are they? <laughs> he's starting right off strong. Oh, of wow, he's like.
1: You are fitting in perfectly because, like, most of this podcast is, like, just Coop and Mike bashing me for being a Laker fan. And honestly, it couldn't be any worse after what happened to us last night. But we didn't have LeBron James, so I'm assuming that we didn't really try to beat the Chicago Bulls. We wanted to give them a little bit of false hope and some false confidence moving forward. And, um, you know, we'll see where we are at the end of the season.
0: You do realize they're in the other conference, don't you? And you're not yeah, going to ever face them no. in the playoffs. So,
1: whoa, 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 I'm assuming that the Chicago Bulls are going to make it all the way to the NBA Finals. I was giving a compliment to Mike over here.
2: Yeah, DeMar DeRozan um, is that good. That is what, what I've seen. So I feel like we could currently sum up the Lakers best by Anthony Davis's words, which is... We suck. No defense. Can't score. We got to get it together.
1: Championship team. It's not up right now. Not winning a championship the way we we're playing. Um, that's, that was embarrassing.
2: Yeah, the Lakers have been rather unfortunate with Russell Westbrook. I'm not going to lie, Mike. I'm not going to lie. Watching the game last night. So Russ at times, of course, as we all know, unstoppable. At times, he's overpowering at the rim. He shot 0 for 6 from 3 last night. And every single time he took a 3, I was openly cheering. Uh, I was like, yes, let's do it. Yes do you think russell westbrook and this team are going to get it together do you think with lebron back they are going to eventually improve because again we said last podcast i said at least last podcast that i don't see this team being able to make the leap from where they are now to the best team in the nba i think they can improve i think they could you know definitely make themselves a playoff contender i don't see them becoming the best and i also would like to point out nicole Vucevic was not playing for the chicago bulls either we have Tony Bradley starting at center. So the fact that Anthony Davis isn't going off against th- that front court for the Chicago Bulls, I feel like is a giant problem, to be honest. That's not fair. I'm sorry, Mike. I just gotta
3: I just gotta go and defend you a little bit. That's not fair because the Bulls aggressively doubled Anthony Davis the whole game. Now, the Lakers just missed a lot of open shots. They weren't able to capitalize on that. Six of thirty two from the field's not going to I mean six of thirty two from the three-point line is just not going to cut it. But the Bulls wanted somebody else to beat them other than ad and uh, did you watch
2: the game he got literally kicked out and looked like he was happy he took nine shots yeah total no six i or did nine. watch the game he got kicked out on bs for one that's great you can be um, aggressively doubled but you still should be taking a lot more shots than that with the front if, court that's if, happening if
3: the players around him are knocking down the shots then i mean i'm not really sure what you really want him to do uh the best players are going to struggle with double teams if their team's shooting 18% from the three-point line.
0: And I mean, there's not that many... I mean, outside of Malik Monk, there's really not that many good shooters. I know Carmelo Anthony was hot for an entire six games, but like, he's not 2011 Melo again. Like, like, No matter how good he looked in those six games, he's not 2011 Melo. It's 2021.
1: I, uh, I agree, and uh, I think and i hate to say this but it's kind of becoming more and more obvious that the lakers are gonna to have to do something aggressive in order to i mean i guess make this work because from the moment we traded for russell westbrook i asked how on earth is this going to work like you need uh, for any system with lebron james to work he usually work he usually likes playing with a very talented all-star caliber or higher big man, power forward, be it Kevin Love, be it Chris Bosh, be it Anthony Davis, and he usually teams up with another very talented guard, be it Dwayne Wade, be it Kyrie Irving. So, in this instance, though, first of all, when LeBron teamed up with Dwayne Wade in the early 2010s, Dwayne Wade wasn't necessarily known as a player that can knock down, like, threes on a consistent basis. Uh, He could periodically, but it wasn't necessarily known as a strength in his game. So, For Russell Westbrook, you could go a step further. Shooting the three is an absolute weakness in his game. Even furthermore, LeBron and Russ, their strengths are very similar to each other, only LeBron could do a few more things, I mean way more things than Russ can. So you pretty much have Russ just standing around trying to figure out how he could fit into the Lakers' offense, very similarly to the way he did when he was in the when he was on the Houston Rockets during their playoff run. Just confused, not really knowing his role and whatnot. I think the only answer you have at this point, and it's going to be ridiculous, but you might need to consider moving Russell Westbrook to the bench. You just and have him play as a very, very high-end, super overpriced sixth man he won't he won't
0: do it but like that's the thing that people don't really really remember looking back like lebron and dwayne wade didn't necessarily fit together like dwayne wade in that last playoff run averaged like 14 points a game like in 2011 the year they the year when dwayne wade actually got his dwayne wade they lost like Wayne Wayne and LeBron weren't the greatest fit, but it was just when the years they won championships, they surrounded those guys with Mike Miller, Shane Battier, Chris Bosh was a better shooter than Anthony Davis ever was, and Bosh became a three-point shooter. Um, they had Mario Chalmers, who was a point guard, who all he did was shoot the ball. LeBron played the one. Whereas the Lakers, I get him, Malik Monk can kind of shoot the ball. But like, Wayne Ellington's not Mike Miller. They got Ray Allen as well. Like, the Lakers aren't necessarily surround them. If you had LeBron AD, Westbrook, and a bunch of guys that shoot 40% from three, it might work. But, like, it's not working with a bunch of slightly above-average shooters around them.
3: Yeah, and with the Los Angeles Lakers, um, I mean, it's just it's kind of a frustrating pro- uh, project to watch. I mean, so Anthony Davis gets ejected for the second time in his career. Tom, it would be awesome if we could get that clip. Um, also, like I said, like Korzimba said, he was doubled 15 times last night the most of any game he's played with the Los Angeles Lakers. It's not necessarily something that he is used to seeing. All things considered, as poorly as the Lakers shot, he still dropped 20 points, uh, 6 rebounds, and that was in 28 minutes. You know, who's to say he's not going for 30 if he's able to play a full game? But ultimately, you know, that definitely was not enough. Now, I would like to see um, some better sets from the Los Angeles Lakers, and I, I just think the doubles are going to work if... Russell Westbrook is shooting 0 of 6 from the three-point line. If if you don't have to account for him uh, beyond the arc, teams are just going to double, double, double. We saw the same thing happen with the Houston Rockets. Like, like, like Flight Mike said, where guys would double James Harden, leave Westbrook wide open, and people would be like, well,
2: well why is Harden not doing anything? It's hard. It's tough. Nah, I feel you. And, you know, um, I do like coming back, I do agree with you in terms of like What's he supposed to do if you are doubled that much? Um, That's definitely a, a, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, that's kind of on the Lakers. Maybe, yeah, finding a way to get him more touches. I mean, I'm looking at the box score right now. Yeah, 6 for 32 is always going to be rough. And then you're relying on guys like Wayne Ellington, who, I mean, Wayne Ellington is not one of those vets. You know, like DBG said that, you know, a Ray Allen type that they had on those old Miami Heat teams. You know, Wayne Ellington is... Pretty washed up, I would say, at this point in his career. And I mean, uh, he's had, he's had a few
0: very good shooting years, but like, is it say he just hasn't been consistent a lot in the last few years? And again, it's like Malik Monk. Malik Monk has been one of the most inconsistent players the last number of years. Like, I know he nearly like he would he nearly led the league three point percentage a couple of years ago. It was top ten? Was it last year? Like, if you look at like his box scores, like he will shoot one hundred percent in the next game. He'll shoot ten percent three. Like, yeah, he is an inc- he's a consistently inconsistent shooter.
2: And that's definitely tough with uh, with I'd uh, say the Lakers in general. Um, first of all, nothing against Wayne Ellington, but you know, looking at him, he's around thirty four years old. But so at this point, so yeah, you're relying on guys like that. Um, definitely with Lakers teams, yeah, for sure. Consistency is key. That's why Kyle Kuzma, you know, got you know it was. He got kind of um, dragged by the fans last year because Kuzma was inconsistent as well. And consistency is definitely key for LeBron James teams. Now, I would ask all of you um, what, Mike? You mentioned that the Lakers might need to make a move. I mean, at this point in time, what do they really do? Because right now, Russell Westbrook has a player option for his contract next year, and he's going to be making something like $47 million. So, you know, that's tough you, it's crazy because they could have possibly had Buddy. They could have had Damar. I mean, Damar was have linked had to the DeMar. Lakers. Like, the fact that they could have had Damar, I feel like is not being talked about does, enough. Does, the like, I love Damar DeRozan. Do they need another person who can't shoot threes? Well, Damar, you could run an offense through. And Damar has looked fine not it, shooting the not three.
0: AD inside.
2: Damar's shoot. he's shooting 37%. 37%.
3: Yeah. Jeez, he shoots threes
2: so... now. He averaged eight assists a game last year. He is actually like really someone like he's been been incredible. As a Bulls fan, I did not expect this. I was happy with the signing, yeah. but he's suddenly become like, people are saying now that this is the top free agent signing in the off season, the top Honestly,
3: you could say this is the best version of DeMar, the most modern version. I don't want people to get mad at me, but uh, he's looked amazing.
2: Is DeMar
0: DeRozan the most underrated player of the last 10 years? like he's been how many all-star teams he made he's been on the best player or second best player to want to count larry on a number on a consistent number one slash two seed for most of the last 10 years
3: like he was
0: the best player on a spurs team that were competing for the playoffs by a mile like he's actually had an unbelievably good career
3: uh yeah you know Demar has been unbelievably underrated and i feel like when the raptors won that championship that the underratedness kind of just catapulted forward, because I mean, come on, they won a championship with Kawhi Leonard and not DeMar DeRozan, and so that kind of made everybody look at them. At least some people look at DeMar as not maybe a winning player, a guy that takes a lot of bla- a, a lot of bad shots. And I don't know, I feel like he's unfairly been judged for most of his career, because at the end of the day, he's always been a needle mover. And in San Antonio, he took strides to get better. He took strides to fit in the pop system, strides to make things work. And I think it doesn't get
1: talked about enough. Um. Yeah, I was actually the, when I, I remember when he got traded to San Antonio, I thought that this was going to be like a turning point for DeMar's career. This was back when I still felt like Greg Popovich was like tremendous for player development, but he went to San Antonio. He still is. You see, he hasn't really developed anyone to like the extent of Kawhi Leonard recently, and I feel like he kind of failed DeMar DeRozan recently as well. But Popovich?
0: I mean, Popovich has turned a a team of low
2: first-round picks into a playoff team. Pop helped him with like his p- playmaking is much improved. I mean, I I don't think it's really a with Pop. I just think that San Antonio wasn't good the last few years. So, DeMar went over there. Everyone kind of had San Antonio Spurs fatigue in in that we've been watching them be an upper level team for how long? 20 plus years. And so as soon as they got bad, like no one really was going to watch. Like the thing about San Antonio was they were in that like bad middle ground of they were not a playoff team, but they also were not like full of young, exciting players. So like who was watching the San Antonio Spurs if we're all being honest, you know? Like not many. The first
0: first year of the Spurs uh, after the Kawhi trade, it wouldn't have been too far fetched to say the Spurs could realistically have made the finals. They lost in game seven to Denver. And I think that Spurs team probably beats that Portland team in round two and then I think Pop beats the Warriors without Kevin Durant wow so
3: Corzimba, Uh he DeMar the right now <laughs> DeMar, <laughs> yeah. DeMar right now is number five on the what if, I mean on the what if. on the MVP <laughs> ladder DeMar Rosen is currently ranked fifth nuts um,
2: Third that's, in the league in scoring. That's unbelievable. It's been four.
1: It's been fourteen games. Okay, now nah, I'm gonna give props. We're starting words, to get dude. to he's, a
2: point where it's a sizable sample size. I mean, a, a, at least somewhat. Like the fact that he's making 37 percent of his three, shooting two and a half a game. Like that's translating, and um, I'm interested to see what how defenses react to the fact that he can shoot because they are still watching the games they people are still hesitant to guard him from the three point line like last night the ball got swung to Demar in the corner and AD like purposely didn't fully commit to the corner cuz he did not think Demar was going to pull from three and Demar no hesitation just knocked down a three looked great i'm excited i mean you know Demar's looking awesome lonzo Seven threes again last night, shooting 44 over 44 percent from three. Um, on the year right now has been an absolute sniper, just looking amazing. And you know, favorite part of every single Chicago Bulls game is just watching Lonzo multiple times a game, just look up the court, and boom, you know, we get a free two points. It happens like three times a game. You know, he just finds guys up the court, and it's contagious. Uh, other guys on the court do it too. Caruso does it. Zach last night, he did it to Lonzo. You know, he looked up the court and found Lonzo for a layup. I mean, the Bulls both are playing really well. They were number two in the NBA's power rankings before beating the Lakers, and they play a very fun style of basketball, in my opinion. So it's been a great season for me. So, us um, let's, let's sorry be for real. Let's be real.
0: Your favorite part is every time Lonzo Ball hits a three, it makes you seem less and less crazy about calling him <laughs> Steph Curry with a forty-inch word. I retweeted yeah.
2: it. So yeah, I, my tweet about I tweeted out when he hit a uh, seven the first time. I was like something about like oh like um you know that's like I tweeted out the thumbnail, and we're we're sitting on almost ten thousand likes on that one at this point <laughs> because like yeah. Uh, I mean, if Lonzo What's, wants to start averaging 25 a game and make me look awesome, go ahead, Lonzo. What's all your worst basketball takes that,
0: um, on YouTube, the worst video you've made a take on a person that's been so wrong? Like, obviously, Mike, the the Lonzo ball, 48. Yeah, I have to choose, like, a, that's I'll choose a second. Like,
2: yeah, I'll choose a, a different one.
0: Yeah, like, that's, that's absolutely iconic. I just want to see my old days.
3: I think um, mine might be... Giannis going to the Miami Heat. <laughs> That's probably mine.
1: Everyone thought that was gonna happen. There's yeah. no one. I uh, I said Giannis Anatokumpa re-signing with the Milwaukee Bucks was the biggest mistake of his entire career when he signed a supermax with the Milwaukee Bucks right, the <laughs> and, year before and, he won an NBA championship. <laughs> he literally won a championship, right? <laughs> now. Yeah, he, he literally won a championship, right? Right, right like a really year funny. after. That's um, good and uh let me see is there anything else I- i'm sure there are it's uh <laughs> um my current uh, my current take actually no there uh, that's like the most egregious one there's other ones that are currently in pros in progress that i think i'm just hitting on like i feel like the sun's made a mistake signing chris paul to yeah like, i think i had that contract. one too yeah same
2: mistake. mistake but yeah
0: i, I had say i had say was gonna be should have been a top five pick in twenty
3: nineteen. Oh, I did not like that guy. I, I he was so nice, looked so nice in France. He reminded me of of gosh, what's the, what's the name of that guy from uh, Dante Exum? He reminded me of a Ooh. bigger Dante Exum, a Dante guy that Exum. has all the. If tools. Exum
0: didn't get if Dante Exum didn't get injured, he would have been so good. He just got crippled. I disagree.
3: Uh, he had hype, and I disagree. I never liked Dante Exum's game. Um, he always had the the body. He had the, not really the skill
2: set, but he had the body, which is like half the battle. So. Yeah. Um, I would say mine, probably Larry Markkinen, I guess. I, 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 unless I'm thinking of... Because what I will say Thon to Maker. everyone watching is that yeah, Thon, Thon Maker, Maker, I didn't Maker. say, was going to win the MVP. I said, Thon Maker says he's going to win the MVP. I will... I will say that, you know, like, I spoke, like, highly, like, of, like, a potential of it, but in the video, I was never, like, like, I think Thon Maker will win the MVP. I said, Kevin Garnett says Thon Maker will win the MVP, and so does Thon himself. I'm not, I'll I'll take half credit for that one, because I I will admit I hyped him up. But Larry Markkinen, I probably have commented somewhere that he could be a future five to seven-time All-Star, so that's got to be off. So
3: speaking of uh, basketball takes and Lonzo ball and all that good stuff, uh, it really makes me mad as a New Orleans Pelicans fan that the Washington Wizards got volume two of the Anthony Davis package and they are currently sitting at 10 and 3 with the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and Montrezl Harrell have been absolutely unbelievable for the Washington Wizards. How are you guys feeling about this team? Do you think they are for real? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like how pre-
0: No. Their best player is Spence. Like, you know what? They're very, very good in the regular season because they go eight deep with eight guys that are all solid, solid NBA players. But the best players, outside of Bradley Beal, like they're winning games with Spencer Dinwiddie as their best player. I
1: think Spencer Dinwiddie is a baller. Like Spencer Dinwiddie is solid. Don't underrate Spencer Dinwiddie, the Bitcoin He, he god. is, but I
0: mean, are we talking... By for real, are we talking about winning? a ring? Like, if we're talking about win a playoff series, then yeah, fair enough. They have a chance of doing that. They're not coming out of the East.
2: I don't see them winning a playoff series either, to be honest. And that'll anchor some people that want us to talk about the washington wizards listen i think the washington wizards are having an in, like incredible story to the season awesome start 10 and 3 bradley beal you know doesn't want to give up on the team and now boom they're 10 and 3 it looks awesome um all credit to the wizards all credit to that entire team for um you know three of them getting traded from the lakers and all, all looking like they should be he's still still there um but you know sorry mike looking but uh yeah so all credit to them but i just can't i i like looking at their roster like i agree i just don't think it's a strong enough roster to advance past the first round i don't think it's strong enough roster to really make a run or anything but i do think that you know they've been playing really well and it's a great story to begin the year
1: they haven't really i think
2: they win a playoff series
1: Uh, really because
2: sorry
1: no no go go go, go go No, 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 go. well few, i mean he up.
2: said they think i wouldn't win a playoff series i mean if we just like just reading like the teams in the east the, that they would have the to ra- beat that means they would either ha- have to take down the bulls the nets the no knicks won't. the sixers the bucks the hawks one of those like, teams they're going to be matched up against they if they end up as the top two seed they're probably playing the calves the hornets they could beat any of those guys happen. I don't. I mean, I don't think, have, think that's going to happen. And I think with the playing, I think game, they could beat the Hawks. Be yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I, okay, um, now I think you guys are freaking wild. And I think the Hawks have a slow start to the season, but I still think the Hawks. No, gonna, I
3: mean, I love the Hawks. I've just so saying, I, I think there's coach? a chance that they could win. I think there's a chance. Um, I, I will
1: respect you have to disagree. also
3: take in my uh, take into account that they're not 100 right now. Like you said, Bradley Beal didn't play the last game. Um, Thomas Bryant is out. Davis Bertans is out, and Rui uh, Hachimura has not been with the team. And Rui is really good. Uh, Rui looks like a guy that can be a star going forward. Absolutely knows how to put the ball in the basket. Can guard multiple positions, and uh, he's long. He's like your prototypical forward that you want in the NBA. So this team is incredibly deep. And um, Denny Abdia, this guy has been an absolute lockdown. He's been—I mean, if you guys watch the Pelicans game when uh he picked up brandon ingram brandon ingram absolutely struggled to get any sort of quality look
0: denny is an unbelievable defender denny was denny was an unbelievable defender in europe but because he's a white and european everyone's like oh he won't be able to play defense Hmm. i'm not i'm not gonna say anything. they just (laughs) they just every they were all like oh yeah this guy he's a he's a six foot nine point guard unbelievable passer
1: they basically gave him the scouting report saying he was luka donjic when he was clearly i hated that I hated that. It's like, oh yeah, talented European guy that uh, plays forward. Um, let's just call him the next coming of next Luka Doncic. Dirk. The next
0: Dirk. Yeah. How many um, next Dirks we had, or uh, how many next poor We then had, had Porzingis and Dragon Mender, the next Porzingis. Mirikit. That That's marketed. another bad next Porzingis.
2: That was another I also thought Mirtich was gonna be great. Um oh, Mirtich was great. Miritich was great. Fair, yeah, he was really no, good. No, I the thought Pelicans. he was gonna be better than he was. I thought he was gonna be all-star Oh, man. Early. But then, he could have
0: been an all-star. To look like he could have been, been an all-star. all-star. Yeah. All
2: right. he really I mean, good. whatever. If you guys want to agree with me, then that, that's fine. That was my take that I was wrong on. So no, I'll give Do you guys. Wanna, he could have let me off the hook. He looked so good with the Pelicans. Like oh man. He was Him so hyped up coming into the NBA. That's where I was like, like I was on, you know, the Bulls Reddit or the Bulls forum or whatever at the time. And, you know, they were – it was like, oh, Miritich is coming over. People would, would post, you know, every single time he played. People would – I was watching his games, you know. I, I don't watch, you know, uh, overseas basketball much, but I was watching Miritich play every now and then.
3: He's a, he's a beast. The thing with him was always consistency. Um, He would be one of the most frustrating – Uh, Inconsistent players in the league. But when he was hot, boy, would he get hot.
2: Absolutely. We talked about it. He lost the Bulls, Luka Doncic. I mean, I'll never forgive him.
0: What do you mean by he lost the Bulls, Luka Doncic?
2: The season season headed into Luka's draft, literally, like, the Bulls went, like, something... I don't know the exact stats, but it was something like the Bulls went like fourteen and fourteen when Miritich played, and like had a winning percentage of like twenty percent when he didn't. He was so good for them that they had to trade him. Away. It was the it was when him and Bobby Portis got into that fight. Yeah, was I was so to say, Bobby
0: Portis should have just knocked him out.
2: Yeah, he was Bobby so Portis good that they had hardness. to trade him to the Pelicans because he was winning too many games for us. And it's a whole thing. I mean, also, you know, I've already talked about it. You guys have seen. Uh, Basically, the Bulls won a coin flip in that draft. That if they had lost the coin flip and gotten worse playoff seating, they would have gotten the number two pick because they had a coin flip with the Kings that they won, but they got more ping pong balls. And because of that, they did not get the number two pick. And you they would have would drafted Bagley. Take- no, they wouldn't have. Ooh, they were, the front. No, that's not go. true at all. That's so not true. The front office. First of all, uh, Garpax was obsessed with Europeans. Second oh, of all, they loved they loved Luka, I and mean, we okay. had Lowry on the team too. We they loved okay, Europeans. Yeah. I was about to
0: say, Miretic,
2: like, Larry Markin, like there's like we they loved overseas guys. Like anyone, like anyone who thought Luka Doncic was going to be a bust, did not watch Luka Doncic.
0: Like Luka Doncic in EuroBasket was on the all tournament team. There were NBA All Stars that played in that tournament that didn't make the NBA, didn't make the All Tournament team. Luka Doncic was the second best player in Slovenia after Goran Dragic, who was an All Star in 2018.
2: So, um, yeah. So actually, this could provide a unique perspective. I feel like, um, you know, how, did you watch? Were you watching like Luka play at the time? Like, were you watching his actual regular season games, playoff games? You know, the EuroLeague, all of that. Yeah, I watched almost. Not the last year I watched a bit. The year he before
0: he got drafted, I watched a little bit. But the year before that, there used to be a like free channel in Ireland called Sky Sports Mix where they showed all the Euroleague games. So everyone watched Luke everyone that I knew in basketball watched every Luka Doncic game when he was like 16 playing for Real Madrid. Because it's unheard of that there's a 16 year old playing for Madrid. So it's like they'd be on and suddenly in my like suddenly in my like basketball team group chat, someone post Luka Doncic is playing. Sky Sports Mix right now. Everyone watched him. And that's why the Is Luka Doncic the best prospect since LeBron James, the very first Luca hype video, came from my came from me like.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So what so while you were watching and um What was, like, so you mentioned how, you know, rare and unique it was. What was, like, you know, the general consensus, um, public reaction of him? Did everyone believe that he was going to be an NBA star? Like, were people waiting for him to, you know, take the leap over? And what were your own personal thoughts? I don't think anyone thought he was going to be this good. Okay.
0: Like, the general thing was, was that he was arguably the best 18-year-olds ever. Like, that, I don't think that was a crazy statement to have made. Like, that's a statement that I made. He was the best player at his age there ever was. But at the same time, Rubio was up there. Like, Ricky mm-hmm. Rubio at 17 played 36 minutes in the Olympic final and outplayed Chris Paul. Shh. Kid Paul I mean, after his almost we're, MVP year. We're making, so, I'm like,
2: making a video on this. Don't mention it. Just continue.
0: <laughs> like, Rubio at 7 is arguably the best 17-year-old basketball player to ever live. Um, He just kind of teetered off. Everyone knew Launch was going to be better than Rubio. But I don't think, like... I call him being an all star as a rookie, and then like kind of ending his career or having like peaking at like 23, 24 points, maybe eight or nine assists, six or seven rebounds. Nobody thought he was going to be freaking thirty point triple double for a month in his second
3: season. Um, wow, I don't know if I can call him the best. Those guys, are the best seventeen or eighteen year olds ever, but they're definitely what does a seventeen year old
0: can can playing 34 minutes in an well, Olympic final against I mean, the Redeem team and looked I, I, like the I third definitely, best player I
3: definitely forward. think that Zion Williamson would have been able to do something No! Like that. No! Uh, that's,
0: cra- that's ludicrous. That is crazy. No, it's that not. That is absolutely no, crazy. Not. You don't
3: think Zion could have played no. in the NBA at 17?
0: He could have played in the NBA at 17. He could not have played against the Redeem team and outplayed I, I the best players on the Redeem team. I definitely
3: think that he could have played against the Redeem team. No! And the same with he, LeBron James. And the same with LeBron You're telling James. me he could
0: have outplayed, he could have outplayed LeBron no, I'm James not saying in an Olympic he have final at 17.
3: But I, I
2: definitely think he could have played... Uh,
0: yeah, but Rubio was as good as outplayed Chris Paul.
2: Well, here's well, I think here's the major difference. Here is that, like if you took Zion, if you took LeBron, if you took those guys, and you know you had them grow up in a different country where now they're you know playing under those set of rules. Now once you get to the Olympics, you're used to that set of rules and you're used to that, which you know always plays in favor of other countries. So someone like Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio, after that Team USA um, whole experience, like, walked away. People were convinced he was, like, the next Pistol Pete. Um, He couldn't shoot. I don't know where that comparison came from. Yeah, but that was, like, I I think it came from Bill Simmons, honestly. I think uh, Bill Simmons Simmons was heavily touting Ricky Rubio um, as, like, you know, the next, like, great point guard. I just think, like, yeah, I mean, like, I agree with DBG in that. I feel like if you were to take Zion and just drop him over there, it would be really hard because he has to adjust to all of the rules and everything. But, you know, growing up in that culture where you're playing against grown-ass men, like, you know, yeah, in like AAU, you are you play up, but you don't play against 30-year-olds. You know, you're not playing against 32-year-old guys. Like, it's just a whole different culture.
0: Yeah, you're you're, you're probably right about that. Because, again, like Zion, LeBron, those guys, if you had told them at 16 they were allowed playing the NBA if they wanted to, after then, suddenly, after three years in the NBA, they'd be a lot better than they actually were as rookies at the same age. I mean, and that's the thing, with Rubio. Rubio was playing against pros when he was 16.
3: Zion came in unbelievable, man. I just have a hard time seeing that. I mean, high school Zion's probably like peak
2: Zion too, honestly. No, but yeah, I have a but like, think about seeing... Dame this year in the Olympics, and it was Dame. You know, I'm just like, I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's just well, like, you're, adjusting you're saying... to that that game. It's a whole different. I think, spacing. but I think if
3: Zion knows he's the guy for a national team. And I think that if, you know, uh, he played somewhere else, the same with LeBron James, of course. I no, mean, I let, agree let's, with that. That's let's, what go I'm to, let's go to LeBron. I, yeah, let's go to I, LeBron. Not, Forget Zion. I'm no, I'm we agree Zion.
0: if he yeah. did that. But it's he, just like if he grew you can't up in bring America. Someone from
3: playing. I'm saying even like LeBron as he was at 17 or 18. But um, LeBron
0: played in the 04 Olympics and was terrible. He played after his rookie season. And I know he didn't play that many minutes, but he wasn't good when he played.
3: But that's different. He's not. He wasn't like the. He wasn't LeBron James yet. He wasn't like the focal but point that's, of that's the, the team. But that's the
0: point we're making. We're not arguing. We we have enough. Inf, we have enough evidence to show that Ricky Rubio is never going to be LeBron. But seventeen-year-old Ricky Rubio was probably as good. If to, you give me seventeen-year-old Ricky 17-year-old Rubio and
3: seventeen-year-old LeBron. LeBron, I'm taking LeBron. That's as simple as I can make that.
0: If you're asking me who I've taken in on a elite level
2: team in an Olympic final, I'm taking Okay, him. but who
3: would you put in the NBA? Why are we just holding it to the Olympics? Who putting put in the he, NBA? Because,
2: wait, I, Coop, he's yeah. just only talking about the Olympics. I'm only talking about Oh, you're that, talking like, about
3: the greatest Olympic player? If you're talking about no, the greatest yeah, Olympic yes. players ever.
0: I'm talking about like, if you were to have like, at any game, in an NBA finals game, I would take a 17 year old Ricky Rubio over a high school. I'm
1: player. taking LeBron. So, So, I have a question. All right, let's just, let's not talk about the Olympics. Let's just talk strictly the NBA. If you had to choose between uh, three years of LeBron James in the NBA or ten years of Luka Doncic in the NBA, which one would you take?
0: Ten years of Luka Doncic.
2: Um, well, what three years of LeBron are we getting? Uh, I mean, I, probably the getting, answer is 10 years of Luka Doncic, but...
1: You're getting three years of Miami Heat LeBron James versus 10 years of Luka, uh, the Luka Doncic we've seen from the moment he's drafted and as he develops into the future. So, because, like, let's just think, think of it this way. You could either draft Luka Doncic... Um, like just like the Dallas Mavericks did or LeBron James decides to uh, sign with your team and construct a roster the same way he did with the Lakers and the Cavaliers are you? Are you in a big market because if you
0: draft Luca Doncic to a big market You can do a LeBron and just attract all the best role players in
1: winning very easily Ooh,
2: It's a fair follow-up question <laughs>
1: I mean, Luka Doncic is currently – we'd say Dallas is a big market. Am I right? Dallas, Dallas is, a is a fairly lot. large market.
0: When, when was the last time Dallas got a free agent? Double yeah, really. China that's Parsons I
1: mean, is yeah. the biggest yeah. free um, agent in
2: the last 10 years. What free agents um, do they get? And if sorry, its answer is not so. much, well, then, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying in terms of when I think big market, small market, I don't think who's the most likely to attract free agents. I'm thinking more along the lines of – who, um, marketability and whatnot. And Dallas, if you go to Dallas, you're a fairly well-known and uh, you're like fairly well-known in the space for the most part. Yeah, but part, he's, at he least. Meant, like,
2: are you able to use like the advantages of an LA, uh, you know, or a Miami and attract talent like LeBron did mean, in the past? Cause LeBron I wasn't mean, attracting talent to Cleveland. You know, like he had like, like he wasn't bringing over stars to Cleveland. He went to Miami to attract the talent.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean I don't and then know. Man, everyone's maybe gonna he, say, oh,
2: Kevin Love went to Miami to you know, okay, that was a trade. Okay, you know, I'm saying free agents for the comments. Um free agency wise, you know, set, yeah, the second run, like LeBron never attracted like a star free agent. Darren Williams all star like I'm kidding, I'm in kidding. his
1: prime. Um yeah, I said his mean, prime. <laughs> prime. I'm not talking I'm, about
2: Dwayne Wade, Isaiah Thomas.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean yeah, you could even make an argument that someone wanted to leave Cleveland and Kyrie Irving. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like Dallas has a little bit more appeal than Cleveland. Let's just assume that your team is the Dallas Mavericks, right? Like, if you, there is more appeal than a Cleveland, but obviously less appeal than a Miami. Am I right? So, like, yeah, at the very worst, you get a nice little tax break and great barbecue. And, like, uh, I, I'm from Dallas. I absolutely love it there. Um so yeah which one would you guys rather have
0: 10 if if luca can attract the players around him, because like obviously if your 10 years of luca is 10 years where your next best player is tim hardway jr you're not really getting much but like if you're 10 years of luca if suddenly you actually can get a co-star like you put luca on those miami Heat lebron teams they still probably win a ring prime luca um well at least one at least one of those four
1: I don't know. I feel like Luca is a little bit more difficult to play with than LeBron James, in my opinion. I mean, I know everyone was memeing Kristaps Porzingis this past year, but I feel like LeBron would have at least been able to make it work with Kristaps a little bit better than Luca has been doing with Kristaps so far. And that could just be a testament to just him being young and his youth, but that's at least my opinion. Same thing happened with Bosch, though.
0: Bosch went from being a 20-something point per game score to a 13-point game score. It's just Bosch actually knuckled down and played defense for Miami and did stuff. Porzingis is just like, no, if I'm not scoring, I don't want to be here.
2: Yeah. Bosch Bosch went with the Larry Bird role of, you know, Larry's whole thing was, if I'm not scoring on this given night, I'm going to crash the boards. I'm going to make, you know, my, uh, you know, I'm going to make every effort to impact the game positively in other aspects. Um, I'm not sure how much I fully, like, you know, Porzingis it's tough because he did go from you know he was the main in new york and all of that to now he's suddenly the second guy but yeah i mean sometimes it's on porzingis ego i don't know i go back and forth on this because also sometimes i'm like maybe he's just not touching the ball enough as well like if i was in his shoes how would i feel
1: porzingis was literally like Luca before Luca in terms of hype not in terms of play style but like he was in a large market everyone was obsessing over him Um, so yeah, we, we've talked about it before that it might've been a little bit hard for him to go from the top guy in a pretty bad organization to the second guy behind like the next European transcendent star and Luca. If you ask me, I would probably take, um, the three years of LeBron James, because there's no way that if you have LeBron James for three years, he won't win you at least one championship or at least get you to the finals.
0: Do you, do you think that LeBron James, if he had, if you swap put prime LeBron James on the current Dallas Mavericks team that they make a finals, in and you send him to Dallas as well, I don't think they do. And, and,
1: and prime do you stand LeBron about?
2: right now in the Western Conference, I think so. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, yeah. I would have them as the favorite, right? With
0: Tim with Tim Hardaway Junior as the second best player, you could
2: put me really? out there. If he's taking us to the finals. I mean, he still has Porzingis. Like, I I feel like LeBron makes that work better with Porzingis as his second option. Because I will say, you know, okay, do they have similar stats? Yes, but like when you look at their play styles, like Man. dramatically, oh, dramatically different in like, terms of like. you prime know. Luka. LeBron was
3: a was a DPOY guy too. I mean, we, yeah, like this guy's the best. You can make an argument the best basketball player to ever live. I feel like somewhere along the lines, people forgot exactly how good and how dominant that prime LeBron was uh you give him guys with nba talent they're going to the finals yeah i mean uh, he he's he did it so long for a reason
0: i i agree and i don't agree it's like he none of those were easy like he he's he scraped past the pacers in 2012 and 13.
3: the pacers Mm -hmm. were a good team
2: yeah they, they were but that's what i mean where it's like there's good teams in the west that Pacers team like, is really deep. Um, yeah, but so, I mean, I guess like I, I do agree with that argument, but I also agree with like my, like, you know, the like the best players are going to find a way, and sometimes having the best player on the floor is what matters because, you know, the same thing happened with Michael Jordan looking back. Like, Michael Jordan, you know, squeaked past the Knicks in seven games, you know, in one of his championship runs. I mean, yeah. you know, there like were he, times where Jordan was like, LeBron had thing. Mo
3: Williams looking like an all star. Jalen Brunson's averaging 15 this season might average 20 with brian um you know Bron- i just
0: think that people overestimate as much as one player does make the difference outside of 2018 every team that's ever made the finals in the last 25 years has been pretty stacked
3: yeah well that's why lebron james is the exception not the rule
0: that was the worst eastern conference in history they beat a they beat a, a team whose best player was a rookie in the finals
2: that, wait, was that, was that, was that the finals. year, wait, 2018, was that when uh, Gordon Hayward broke his leg to start the year? Yeah, and yeah, then Kyrie missed that. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, on no, top of no, that, Tatum was, Tatum was that. a monster. Tatum uh, was a monster in that series. I said that the Celtics could have easily made the finals, and a coop came at my neck. <laughs> I didn't come at your neck, you attacked me. and <laughs> I, I did not. Yes, you did, did you attacked not. me.
0: They were 3-2 up at the conference semis without their two best players. How could they have... How are you talking to him we saying that they could have it? No, you managed? don't
3: even know the context of the situation. You can't take sides yet.
2: DBG, I'll send you the context and you will see. I'll tell
3: I'll tell him the context. The context <laughs> was will, he was saying. We can just show him the context. No, he was saying what if. And I was like, at the end of the day, those what ifs like don't really matter. Oh and then my we God. got an argument about what ifs. It wasn't about if they would do it or if they wouldn't do it. It was about the what ifs. I don't like how he tried to change <laughs> history right there. That wasn't that's, my, that's, my argument.
2: That's, what? Right, it was right. about the what if. That's we'll what show it was DBG. About. You know what? I'm going to send him the clip. I'm going to
3: send him DBG, uh, don't yeah, waste yeah, your time. It's an argument what about ifs? what ifs. <laughs> yeah, it's not. That's, great. that's, that's great. like
0: saying what if what if LeBron James and Dwayne Wade didn't do the chest bump celebration in 2011 and let Dallas make that huge comeback in Game Four? Would have been three one up and they win the ring. Like, what if so uh, matter
3: Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what wow. I was saying. That
0: wasn't. Damn,
2: bro. Uh, yet <laughs> again, I wasn't saying what if. I literally said that it was a Celtics team that could have made the finals if Gordon Hayward didn't break his leg in the first co- first game. That's literally what I said.
3: Yeah, and yeah.
1: I think Kyrie that's really what, missing. That's what incited a riot.
3: <laughs> yeah, the Korzimba the riot, the one-man
1: riot. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, something that like I feel like, and you have to bear in mind, I am not a LeBron James stan. As a matter of fact, before he was a Laker, I actually was a bit of a LeBron James hater, but... Some people that some things that people just don't give the man credit for is the man literally came onto the Cleveland Cavaliers and in his second year started contributing like 14 wins, his third year, like 16 win shares. And when you look at Luca, like, you know, his first season, he contributed something like four. I think in his rookie year, he contributed something like five wins. Then his sophomore year, like 8.8. Then his uh, third year, 7.7. So like. I'm not saying that Luka isn't, like, amazing or transcendent or anything like that, but LeBron James and what he was able to do for those Cleveland Cavalier teams earlier on in his career is something that we might never see again and something that I feel like is personally really, really underrated and, like, people don't give him enough credit for. Like, the teams that he took to the finals um, shouldn't have been there to begin with, and I don't think Luka Doncic could do that kind of stuff. With, at least so far, based off... LeBron, the of like,
0: Luka's not going to be LeBron. Like, LeBron's... Luka's not going to be in the go conversation. As much as I love Luka, he he won't be. Also... Luke Within also, 10 years' time, Luka Doncic is going to be a fat power forward. Also, and I think, think there is right
3: something to be said that if we saw LeBron James in today's NBA, um, prime LeBron James, we see what current LeBron's doing. If we saw prime LeBron in a five-out system with spacing, nobody's stopping him. I think the averages and numbers would look far better than they yes. did early on in his career. Um, I did
2: want to say that I thank you for bringing that up Coop because um especially because in the last 2 to 3 years spe- specifically numbers like skyrocketed in terms of stats. So like you did have, you know, Lucas like almost like 30 point triple double basically for a season. Um and then if you look back at LeBron's, you know, early season stats, if you were to like adjust them to the pace of today because there's just more shoot there's just more offensive possessions, more scoring. Uh, and better shooting, at least in the last two seasons. There were this season's been a, a little weird with fouls and everything. But um, yeah, I, I have no idea what LeBron's stats would be. They'd be absurd. It's I'm t- sure he would ridiculous. average. I'm sure he would average a triple double. LeBron sure.
0: would have averaged a thirty. Would average a thirty point
3: triple double.
0: Yeah, I think I he at least 35. one season
3: of a thirty point I think he pushed thirty five.
0: Yeah, like he's like LeBron. LeBron's arguably he's either he's 1a 1b like the jordan lebron debate will never end but in my opinion he's 1a 1b and the greatest players to ever play.
2: yeah i mean we'll see my, I just, my my thing is you know like it is i i feel like at this point as basketball continues hopefully we just you know just go with like they're the greatest player of the era probably will never happen people will probably always want to anoint a greatest um let's see what where the discussion with lebron and jordan is in 20 years because you know, uh, it's, it's going to be right It's going to be every, It's right going to be a case of with recency bias, though. You know, just whoever's you, playing wait. right now is going to always have the advantage. If Michael Jordan was Who? playing right now, he'd have the advantage over LeBron. But I mean, the current players in every sport are
0: just—they're just better. Like you learn from previous people. Like,
2: yeah, no, like, I agree. Talent wise, yes. So that's what yeah. makes it hard too, because then you're like, okay, talent wise, like you take this guy and put him in a time machine and then you know bring him forward to here. Like, how does he play? But like t- talent
0: wise the 12th man the 12th man on a random nba team would have been an all-star 30 years ago like
1: so it's really funny have you seen that you guys all know the meme where michael jordan from the last dance they say uh where he says i took that personally did you guys see what happened with him and kanye west with michael jordan and kanye west yeah michael jordan and kanye west so apparently so apparently kanye west um and bear in mind kanye's from chicago you know and uh like you guys heard uh he he really really like holds chicago near and dear to his heart i'm sure you guys heard homecoming before and uh, (laughs) so as a result i'm assuming obviously growing up when kanye was growing up michael jordan was a big like obviously was like the biggest man in sports especially him being from chicago now in 2015 kanye west dropped um Dropped, uh, I think, the life of Pablo, um, yeah, in 2015, and there was a uh, there was a lyric where Kanye goes, Yeezy just jumped over Jumpman, and as a result, like according to Kanye, Michael Jordan will not meet with him anymore. Like over the past six years, these two guys, like Michael Jordan, will not talk to Kanye. So the direct quote is, "I'm Michael Jordan, still won't meet with me." I'm trying to meet with Michael Jordan, and I'm like, it's a song, man. <laughs> like, Wait, that happened? Wait, and so, like, this is recently he's been saying he's hasn't been able to talk to him? Yeah, recently. And apparently Michael Jordan said this thing, like, why are you guys acting like Virgil made me hot? These shoes is hot. So, like, um, it's... Uh, That's it's a actually, weird thief. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's like the most Michael Jordan beef I've ever heard. Like, yeah, it's of
2: like all your all uncle's time. arguing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kobe did something like similar, but it was because um it was because Drake meant, like kind of came after his wife in a way. Because How? remember like during the whole because um uh, remember Kobe goes, you know, bitch you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. When he said that, like Kobe about to lose 150 M's. I wish it didn't have to be him and then he goes bitch you wasn't with me shooting in the gym and uh and stay scheming with Rick Ross um and like so he was like bitch you wasn't with me shooting in the gym being like you're about to take my 150 million and I'm the one that put in the work but Kobe didn't get divorced Kobe stayed with his wife And so Kobe like has been was seen, you know, like ignoring Drake in person and stuff.
1: Vanessa says, I love when immature kids quote a rapper that has never been friends with Kobe and knows nothing about our relationship. Just shows how gullible they are. I don't need to be in the gym. I'm raising our daughters, signing checks and taking care of everything else that pertains to our home life. But thanks for your concern over an immature quote. I really wish people would stop and think and then realize that they are being sucked into someone's clear intention to monetize and gain attention off of our family's heartache. This is real life. I hold down our home life so my husband can focus on his career. It's a partnership. Since my husband isn't friends with Drake, we received a text of an apology forwarded from his manager. It's done and over with. And now it's time for people to think before speaking. Man.
2: Kobe was pissed. Kobe was positive. I saw.
1: Now, I cannot fully
2: like say that you know um when kobe passed rp kobe and this is our 24th episode but when kobe passed um that you know he still felt this way about drake but i know for sure that there were multiple times like at the all-star game or something i'm pretty sure or it's something you know a bunch of players you know were you know talking to drake and stuff and kobe just blew by him and completely ignored him
3: wow so uh also shout out to kanye while we're here for dropping song of the year uh, life of the party if you guys haven't heard it uh, Andre 3000 Kanye always a good time so uh, DBG tell us a little about yourself how did you get started on YouTube uh, how's the 2k scene looking and where do you see yourself going for the future I remember you told us that you had a basketball channel I'd love to hear more about that
0: yeah so started off on YouTube so in Ireland we have like in our like, high school secondary school the only thing that matters like nothing matters up until your final year and then nothing matters in your final year up until one set of exams you do in June and then however how you every single person in the country sits these one set of exams exact same tests and you get score in a point system and however many points you get you end up going to college so oh wow I basically just focused on that playing playing a bit of ball here and there
3: so you did basketball and YouTube and school all in one no, time no I as, as soon as I finished that oh okay i was so
0: stressed out because like i got i got it pretty well for any irish people i got like five i got five to five in it which was like top six percent in the country nice instead of 600 it was like top six percent but i was so stressed out after that that i was like you know what i'm just not gonna work a job in the summer but our summers are three months after one month i was like i'm so bored Bought an Elgato, literally just, because I was playing 2K like eight hours a day, so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to start making videos on 2K to at least do something productive. Two years, no traction. Then, within a year, within six months, it became a full-time job.
3: How many videos do you have on your channel? Because you said productive. I don't think the whole audience watching right now understands exactly how productive you've been. I've been following your channel for a minute, and your work rate is off the charts.
0: Yeah, like over... Between all the channels, like, including private videos, like, six and a half
2: thousand. Yeah. And, guys, so, yeah, so, guys, um, like, there, like, what's the most you videos you've uploaded in one day? Because I've seen, like, uh, I feel like 20. over 12. Yeah. when <laughs> so yeah. launch, launch day of two.
0: But in fairness, like, it's lo- that's launch day where so many of those videos are, like, this is how you unlock the auction house. Stall yeah. for eight minutes. Come up with an answer. Hit record. Stop record. Upload. Make thumbnail. Like, I could record three hours an hour, so like, it was twenty hours. I did work for twenty hours straight, but it was, it, it's still yeah, that's still yeah, that's, it's still it's, twenty videos. It's like,
3: not everyone's doing that at all. Yeah, I mean, that's so impressive. Yeah. So, um, do you stream right now too? Or is there do are we going to yeah, catch you on I Twitch? Yes,
0: occasion, stream occasionally you, on Twitch.
3: Is, is that something you want to do more of?
0: Um, I don't know. I'll see how it goes. I really do, but like, I don't like I don't like playing two K. Ooh. Like, later on in the year, I'll stream a lot more. But, like, it's just dead, dead, dead season right now. Yeah. Like really? Later in the year.
3: How is it? So, tell tell me how that works. When is the when is the hottest time for 2K? When 2K start giving 99 overalls to everybody. Seriously? That's, like, the worst time in my opinion. Oh, my God. That's when I stop playing
0: 2K. Yeah. Like when I yeah, but it's 19. when all the kids start playing 2K. Like, I go from... I'm averaging on stream. On, like, my content streams, I'm averaging, like, 700 viewers at the minute on content streams. In like March, April, I'll be averaging 4,000 on those same streams. Really? Doing the exact same thing, yeah.
2: Really, okay,
3: what, interesting. What, what is the most outrageous 2K card that they have made, in your opinion? I'm pretty sure I saw a card where they gave Ben, uh, uh, my team card, I'm pretty sure I saw a card where they gave Ben Ben Simmers a jump
2: shot, like Ben Oh, Simmers. actually, yeah, wait, wait. You oh, think wait. that's bad, you think yeah. that's bad. <laughs> Yeah, wait, <laughs> what is the most, I would say, what is the most <laughs> so, overpowered, I want I want a two-parter here. so. First off, what is the most overpowered My Team card that um you've ever seen?
0: 99 every stat taco fall. Oh yeah. my. And, tr- and
2: from and was that when was that? Bruh, last, last, last year. year. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best. So that was the best My Team card. How long have you been playing My Team? Uh it's hard to judge because
0: we had oh we had like 75 cards at least. We probably had over 100 cards at a 95 plus in every single stat. So yeah. it's hard because like back in the day you, you remember the locker, the pink diamond locker code cards and stuff. Yeah. 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 Like back in those days, those cards were like 90 in every stat. But because no other cards were good, they were the best cards we'd ever seen. But now because there's 100 cards with 99 in every stat, every card is just the same thing. So it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. So for, for, for the game, though, so because those are all 99, you know, okay, now 199 isn't as overpowered as, you know, uh, like if you were to drop that 99, for instance, in like 2K16 or something like I remember personally when they were dropping um I'm not sure what the card level was but uh, I think it was diamond like JR Smith when they did 16. that yes I remember oh, when gosh. they had like a diamond JR and that card was just he was unreal so good. And I forget what all the cards were. I think there was a Kevin Love was one was of them who Kevin Love, Luis Scola. Yeah, Luis Scola was the one. Did they ever release him? I feel like I no. remember the you know, backlash was so bad that they cut Luis Scola. They were gonna release him. That's so funny. Okay, so with that in mind, um, so like let's say just because yeah, that 96 overall J.R. Smith wouldn't, you know, be as good in uh last year's game, but in that current like version he was so good because he was very rare and you know he was just so much better than the other cards so with that in mind what like one card stands out to you across the 2ks is there is there one i
0: might i might, I might say sil either silver zach levine really yeah from 2k15 if you play 2k15 you remember silver zach levine or in nba 2k19 this was there were a co- three cards in that game that kind of defined it there was a 99 every stat Yanis, but in 2k19 not every card in 99 every stat so the 99 every stat Yanis is probably number one or there was a Hedo turkalu card that came out
2: oh yeah yeah and i actually every, remember that one
0: dom 2k it made dom 2k quit playing my team <laughs> he would run because he had this release called base 11 where all you had if if you were taller than your opponent they couldn't contest it so because he was six foot ten had base 11 had the best dribbling in the game Everyone just used Hedo as their main man. There were 99 overall cards. Didn't matter. Hedo Turkle was better than all of them. That's hilarious. And were you running? Were you running uh, Hedo? A point guard, of course I was.
3: Oh my gosh! So
2: they I still was have that,
0: I was the first. I was that cheeser. I was the first person ever to be. I was like the first person on YouTube back when it was like shunned, and it was like, no, you have to use point guard as a point guard. I was like, screw this. Why would I handicap myself? LeBron, you're going point guard.
3: <laughs> so there's still no position the locks. Do there's still no position locks. You could put taco fall at point guard if no you want there,
0: there is but there are out of position cards so you can oh okay we got 20 yeah. lebrons last year you could play lebron one through five, 99 lebron one through five last year They were just different versions
2: yeah they'll eventually yeah they eventually released those kind of cards um okay very interesting um also okay so follow up on that so that's the most overpowered my team card now getting back maybe into you know your members when did you start playing 2k in general um 2k was probably like 2k 2k 11 was the first I ever played
0: because nba live was finished in back in ireland you used to not they didn't sell 2ks until like 2k 13 here really like you could only buy nba live in most countries in europe you could yeah i gave up
2: on live way before 11 like i was definitely like 2k like 7 8 not like 6 maybe even but what one player in nba2k is way better in the game than they were in real life basically it's anyone who is fast could shoot threes and dunk so gerald green Green. like gerald green Terrence ross
0: um or tall players with three-point shots so in some years hito turkalu um and obviously in my team when everyone gets 99 stats it doesn't matter like simbular was the second best card in the game last year um or
2: simbular 2k16 that bronze card yeah, I remember Sim. I remember Sim. That was Because I think back in 2K16, you had to have a bronze lineup right yeah. in the beginning. So, like, back in 2K16, they did have a thing where you had to play, like, all bronze cards um, yeah. in your, like, first, like, as you went through the, what's it called? Yeah, road, it was
0: Road to the Playoffs. That yeah, I mean, right, no, so, like so as playoffs.
2: you went to Road to the Playoffs, like, you, like, progressively were able to play, like, okay, now silver and gold and stuff. Like, you weren't able to just play your best team right away. So Sim Bular was, like, how tall is he? seven five yeah he's like seven five and he was a bronze card so he was just in you know op center um i agree so i agree with you in the gel green my personal favorite and i always say this in 2k was shannon brown was so unreal He was another fast Uh, shooter yeah he was just he could dunk and he was just like he was so unreal for me
0: have you have you played have you played the last few have any of you guys played any my team in the last few years
2: yes i it's played bad. my team a decent amount last year not on camera it would just be something that i would just if i was really bored just play if you don't i would not play it. if i were you i would not play it this year they brought so, in sbmm into the game and it's the
0: worst thing ever so they i
2: passed. got a skill based matchmaking into 2k i have a 50 percent
0: win rate and i just keep matching against professional players
2: are you joking they yeah, really
0: like, uh, brought in skill based skill based uh, matchmaking in the 2k yeah
2: Oh my god hey, like i'm future. i'm literally
0: sitting there like like i have a series called that's road to gary future. payton road to gary payton and i'm losing my mind i'm sitting there playing a the game I'm like okay i have a 50 percent win rate i'm good it flashes on screen so a name and i'm like he's a professional player he has <laughs> he already has the reward he's already completed it like and he matches up me and i'm like come on i'm getting messages after a game being like there's like tears and i'm like in like the the amethyst tier, which is like the middle tier and then you have to go all the way to Galaxy Opal. And then when you beat Galaxy Opal, you go into this thing called the Showdown Tier, where you have to play a bunch of games. It's you're only meant to be playing sweats in the Showdown Tier. But I match keep matching up against people that are like 37 and 0 in the Showdown Tier. They've won they're like 98% win rate. I have a 50% win rate and they're like, "Oh yeah. The only reason I keep getting matched up with them is because they never blow me out. Anytime I, like it's a neck and neck ball game. I sometimes beat them, they sometimes beat me. But I'm like, every game is against someone that has like a 97% win rate. So I'm like, this is pointless. What am I doing?
3: DBG, have you have you seen a Flight Mike 2K video? Oh
0: my God. Uh, not in the last five years.
3: But but you've seen one um, in the past, right?
1: Oh my God.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Back in,
1: the, back in those days. I was a fan.
3: Well, no, we're on the topic of 2K and um, the, the Flight Mike. I was a fan too. <laughs> That's actually crazy that you bring that up. I was a big fan of Flight Mike. Um, He used to style his 2k videos like raves I'd never seen anything like it I I guess that was kind of like the
2: style back then
3: but if a flight mic 2k
2: video came on you knew you were having a good time. That is. Well, I did the same thing. I you, did. No. I did. Bro. I did like like a beat would drop when someone would make a no. dunk. Yeah, you did, but uh, you didn't I do it like to Flight Mike. My... I tell I you, yeah, his,
3: much. his was dangerous. Like you should... <laughs> this is Like dangerous? he needed a disclaimer before you watch the flight. <laughs> <Yeah. Mike> video.
1: <laughs> I, I got um, comments so saying funny. that they seized from like some people with epilepsy <laughs> oh, seized my from my videos. Yeah, you um, know what? I actually had
3: you... an editor that's really good that uh. You in one of
0: my videos. You guys actually edited. Man, I I just gave up on all that from the very oh, yeah. start. I was like, you know what? I'm not good at editing. Let me just put in cuts of
3: music. Well, that's good though. You know your strengths and I mean, it's worked. It's worked unbelievably for you.
0: Yeah, I, it's a pity 2K's dead. My team's dead right now.
1: It is a pity. I mean, I mean, um, what's it called? DBG, before you came to LA in 2019, was it 2019? Yeah. Yeah, summer you, we, 2019. <laughs> Did we meet at PAX East? I believe we met at PAX no, East,
0: right? No, we met. Where it's where I met all three of you guys.
3: The fucking yeah, NBA yeah, live. remember. Oh. NBA, oh lives. yeah, NBA live, live uh, event, bro. Oh, that was so no, crazy. Yeah. Wait, I actually right met Korzimba there. I actually met Corzimba there, bro. I remember yeah, going dude. up to
1: Coop. I remember going up to Coop saying, "Dude, that's fucking Mike Korzimba, dude." No, like, wait, oh my god. <laughs> god. No, I'm serious. I'm like, yeah, I'm no, like, bro, I was like, oh, that's <laughs> who that is. And I was like, you oh, the you're the
3: NBA guy. And he's like yeah and i was like oh cool and i kept walking oh my god i i
0: was invited to that so basically the story goes was that i was in l i was in san diego visiting my friends and my my dad and my sister were staying in la so i was like you know what if i go to la i have a hotel room i woke up i was on a beach drinking the night before i woke up at like six in the morning absolutely like still drunk and Mm. i see look at my phone and a text from nick the bulls fan. As I text him like the day the night before, drunk off my head, being like, "Oh, are you going to EA play?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'll be there." So I'm still drunk. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna buy a, a train ticket to LA. Cause I'm like, worst case scenario, like I know I'm I have a hotel room in LA, so it's not a big deal. So I get there. I'm still I'm dying hungover in the heat in LA, and I'm just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I can to get to that party. Managed to somehow get back to the hotel. Found Donnie. I was like, yeah, can I come? <laughs> and he made me show him show me uh he made me show him my youtube channel and i had like 35,000 at the time he was like yeah that's enough subscribers you can come
3: yeah so i wasn't (laughs) actually invited to that party lost and unbound got me in pulled strings and you could tell i wasn't invited by the tray i had um they were handing out food and um people were like serving stuff uh i got everything on my plate like you know i made sure that i was getting my money's worth even though yeah yeah, you.
2: It, okay, yeah. This this was on the rooftop thing, right? Like, yeah, that yes, was a yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Party that up. that that was, was star studded. Freaking, um, uh, I I dubs was there. Um, who else was there? Two of the side two, men were there. Vic I was, yeah. Hart two of Vic. I saw Vic. Vic, Vic was, was there. I talked to Vic drunk. For Vic star was plastered. Oh, like, we were boating a horrible. We like, were like, We were talking I, I off for twenty seen, minutes. Like I, that was the only time I've ever seen Vic Star in my life in person. And I just like talked to him for a second, and he was so drunk that I couldn't like really, like you know, yeah. talk to him. But it was funny. So I think we were Fla- just drunk. I,
3: I no, think Flight Fla- Mike was actually in the tournament. Did you? Did you have a game that night, Mike?
2: No, no, I didn't have that a t- game that night. That, everyone- that
3: tournament,
0: <laughs> oh. it had like-
2: one round happened. and then everyone just backed out. How did you I do? Was in it. How did you do? Um, I won, I- but it was did only one game. Eight, it was supposed to be an eight game tournament. All right, guys. So, the, so what we're talking about fully, um, so NBA Live, when they were trying to basically relaunch and come back and compete with 2K, invited a bunch of influencers, YouTubers. I mean, I, don't, I hate the word influencers, but YouTubers, you know, people that make NBA 2K content. To uh, you know, LA, because they were trying to get all of us to play NBA live. So they held this like really sick party that was on a rooftop. That they invited a bunch of YouTubers that had nothing to do with the NBA. There, there was rappers there. I forget um, what those guys' names are, but the song do you, was. Oh, do
0: you remember a- a- A-O, A.O. and T.O. A-O T-O. A-O T-O. They started performing in, in T-O. the middle. Like yeah. it wasn't like they were on a stage.
2: It was yeah. like they just started performing live <laughs> in, in the middle of the party. Yeah. Cause there was another one. There was another NBA Live event that happened in New York before that one, and they also performed there. That was that was still the best YouTube event I've ever been at. Yeah, yeah s-
1: same. Um, best YouTube event. I still think the most like life changing uh, YouTube event for me was when you came to LA in twenty nineteen. That like I I think I, I tell you every single time I get an opportunity to tell you like, dude, I was in freaking nursing school. You know, YouTube was like the last thing in my mind, like to give you to give you an idea, like I had just dropped out of uh, my biomed program and I was kind of depressed because I was like, you know, I'm like, dude, like, what the hell's my purpose? I've been trying YouTube for a decade. Nothing. You know, Coop knows the struggle because we've been in it together for a decade. I've been uh, I've been trying it. Nothing. And then you randomly hit me up saying, yeah, I'm uh, were you in San Diego? I was in San Diego. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to drive up to LA and, uh, you come, uh, you come in and we shoot this like collab where you clearly kick my ass in a one V one. And then, um, afterwards, like I came in, did a live stream and you were like, dude, you should, you know, like, I think you should go into NBA news. And then I think that night when you were about to leave, um, I had, I, ha- I had a date with some chick that the, like flaked the uh the infamous, irre- what was it right Ra- you
0: tweeted out uh-huh. it was right Ra- it was rachel versus molly it was rachel nichols versus molly caram which one was better and you tr- you put that in your instagram story as a question and uh it just happened that the girl's name was molly and she yeah. thought you were she got so angry Oh,
1: Jeez. are you joking? I'm serious. So like, so this what, girl... you just put
2: like Rachel versus Molly? Like you didn't
1: put like names <laughs> next to it? I, I, I put like Molly versus Rachel, and <laughs> I, pu- I think so I posted a picture un- of Rachel. No. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, <laughs> Mike is. I was the story. He compared them. You should be better than that, Mike. That's a good. I mean, like, I, no, I'm joking.
1: I, I mean, like, I was just comparing them in terms of commentary, you know, like just posting a story, getting my engagement up a little bit, and the girl, and I think this was while I was streaming, like, as I was streaming, I was like, guys, who, yeah, I was like, guys, who do you prefer, Molly or Rachel? So, like, when you're streaming and you're posting a story, you're kind of like half-assing it, you know, you're not like fully engaged in your phone because like you're entertaining chat as well, and uh, that the girl like messages uh, replies to the story like what the fuck is this you know and i'm like oh no no i'm talking about reporters it's not you she's like uh-uh like and then she just blocks me you know like as i'm on my way to like see her so like what as you're on the way yeah as like, i'm on the way on
2: the way you got blocked he
0: dropped me off as he dropped me off at in N out <laughs> no. because again i had i'd never been to la so i didn't know what in N out was like so he dropped me off at in N out was like oh no i'm going on my date and then turns around and texts me like 10 minutes later goes can you order me an in and out burger I'll come and meet with you for food.
2: And you were so just like, like, you can have mine. It's shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not getting into this.
1: We're not getting into an in and out debate right now, bro. And
3: that's trash. To be fair, Mike, you got to look at it from her perspective, too. Imagine, you know, a girl you mess with posts like the flight Mike or another another commentator. F-
1: flight, flight Mike or flight reacts. like, <laughs> flight Or flight reacts. Like uh, better flight. Uh, like, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, like. I'm not a sociopath, though. Like, I don't think any guy would do that. Like, hey, followers. Did you meet her through Tinder? No, I, I think I slid into her DMs. And we hung out once. And, like, you know, not, she was, like, she was clearly extremely interested. Like, all over me the one time we hung out. Um, so I was like, okay, for sure. I'll go hang out with this chick again. And this one thing, I guess, like, I don't know. It's, an, it's also a testament to her. But, like, this one Molly or Rachel thing made her block me and I like text DBG like, all right, yo, I'll come and meet up with you at In N Out. As I'm like I I sit down, I have a conversation with him, and as I'm driving back, um, I don't know if it was before or after, uh, but D'Angelo Russell announced that he was signing with the Golden State Warriors. And I was like, Wow, this is crazy. Like let me I have so much to say about this. And I recorded my first NBA news type video and uploaded it to um youtube and it was like the first news video to take off as a result of this chick flaking on me as a result of the live stream where i said molly or rachel and you got to see the robot in action
0: that day you got to see fucking me me like die i was like almost because like again it doesn't get that hot in ireland and because like i had only just got to san diego at that stage and basically the first time i'd been out for a long time during the day because i was working all the time, we decided to play basketball. So I was like half dying of heat exhaustion. So I could barely speak. I was dying in his room and still like barely able to function. One headphone in editing a video.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like streaming here and the man was like back there like editing a video on like two hours of sleep, like hungover. Like I've never seen, I've never seen a more robotic man in my entire life. I, I have no idea how you have that type of concentration.
0: Fear. When you know, like in my team, when you know that if you take a week off, someone else is taking all of your views, I don't have that many views to lose. If I lose 10% of my views, that's a lot of feckin' money. I don't have that much to lose. I'm already down like 70%. I'm already down 50% on last year. It's just fear. It's fear that if I stop, someone else is going to take all my take all the traction I have.
2: Well, also in terms of views, would you say that um, because of next gen and current gen, that that's hurting YouTube? Not for Or is that not just like more team. of like a park? other park it does my my team it
0: doesn't like my team like i can't say my team was even bad last year like like i got eight million views in march so like i can't And like seven million in july so i can't really say it's a it's that bad a thing it's just my team's kind of my team kind of dies until the 99 overall cards come out because everyone knows that coming march april is when all the 99s come out so
2: So it's kind of yeah it's like it's, NBA offseason for us, like in a way, you know, like it's like those for those two months, there's not much to do, but a longer stretch for you. You have no, you, you have the, the biggest days though are in the offseason. No, First I mean, that, I, mean, I mean, like, I mean, the NBA YouTuber offseason, which oh, okay. is post free agency, post, you know, all that, where it's like then you get the occasional like Zion's really fat story. Um, but that's kinda, sorry, that's Coop, sorry like, Coop, I'm sorry. It was the first thing no. in my mind. Every every podcast <laughs> I'm gets brought sorry. up. Like, let me live. I'm sorry. Well, has he <laughs> lost the weight yet? He's working hard. All right. Well, once he loses, I, we won't mention it. <laughs> he's Zion is Sean Kemp.
0: Like oh, no, Zion Zion is just a better is just a modern day Sean Kemp.
2: Like in terms of gonna get fat and be done. Yeah by 30 years old zion how did Winston's we get not, here he's, he's so gonna be, going on?
0: Be, it's be, it's be 300 plus pass. no what just
2: happened <laughs> i was willing to let it go but he kept going
3: well I, I just want the podcast to know the latest updates on zion have been somewhat positive and he's working hard to lose the weight because of people
2: that's been positive wait what did you title your video hold on one second
3: yeah uh
2: I'm going to read the title of of Coop's video for you guys. That's what all. they that's what you um, call clickbait. The Zion Williamson updates just keep getting worse. Worse? Yeah. <laughs> what was the original title of that video? Did you have uh, a different one? It
3: was a Pelicans title. It was a Pelicans yeah, title. I know. I, I, cause yeah, I I cuz Yeah, but people I didn't people didn't give one. people didn't care about the Pelicans. But um no. yeah, the updates actually have been positive, like, Mike. You probably haven't seen um, the most recent one. Now, you know, there is some negativity in the fact that it's taken this long, but reportedly, and this is enough positivity for me. This is all I really care about. I don't care about him returning this season. I don't care about none of that. I just care about him losing the weight. The uh, Windhorse reported that he's working hard and he's trying to get back in playing shape. So, uh, you know, like, that's, that's he, all you... He, he should have never let him go get let
0: himself get into this shape. Hey, though. man. I know it's hard not to, but still. Like, uh, I wonder... How many calories a day does it take for someone of Zion's size to put on weight? Like, 10K?
2: 8K? At least 8 6? Everybody's different, no? So... He has to burn so many calories. Yeah, exactly. That, like, so, like, he probably was just eating at the same rate that he was when he plays. Like, he must eat a ridiculous, tremendous amount of calories. Yeah. And, yeah, he, I mean, adjust it. His, ma-
0: his maintenance when he's playing is surely close to, like, six, 7,000 at least a day.
3: Yeah, but um, that title, um, uh, yeah. They, they <laughs> weren't listening to the positivity. So I mean I, I was like screw it, but yeah it was it was a David Griffin video and uh, there was some Zion Williamson news in there so I try to tie tie the the title of David Griffin negative
2: and Pelicans
3: losing all in
2: it's a tough life man. Unfortunately I will one hundred percent unfortunately like YouTube in general loves when it comes to NBA and news they love drama slash negative news. More than positive. So, like, if you were like, Zion is looking great, you know, it probably would do worse than Zion is 300 pounds and, you, you know. You say, you, we all say it. I
0: was like, oh, I was saying inhibity. But I say this, like, I assume most people are the same. I would rather, like, if I see a video showing how fat Zion's gotten, I might click on it. If I see a video being like, oh, Zion's got back in shape, I'm like, okay, good for him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and that is really, that is really, honestly, one of the biggest differences, I would say from like old nba youtube when you know i first started to uh you know new is that like back then like i would make videos like why Giannis will break the nba while thi- well, this 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 no one wants to listen anymore everyone's like yeah we get it like literally like it's like why john morant will you know take the next leap it's no one cares it's why you know what it's I'm why good? rebounds rebound is taken off 10
0: times nba players lost millions of fans as a Photoshop thumbnail of LeBron James being arrested. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> like, 20 <laughs> things you a... didn't know about LaMelo Ball. De- him with dentures. Bro, the James Charles thumbnail. James Charles with <laughs> LeBron James. So, uh, that sounds really good. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: oh, my
1: God. I, like, this guy, like, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. He He's actually a very brilliant guy. Like, uh, we talked uh, on YouTube. We talk YouTube strategy all the time, and uh, he tells me that he pretty much studied Mr. Beast's um, content, uh, like the way he retains the viewer, and applied it to. Basketball content. He makes an uber clickbaity thumbnail to boost his CTR, and he invested heavily in a writer that could write for retention. So it's he's crushing it. Like he told me, he gets eighty percent retention on some of these videos, which I believe. He write his own video. I
2: don't believe. I don't.
0: No, eighty no, percent retention. I don't believe that.
2: I mean, so he's just the voice. No, I mean, because there is at least
0: points. in anything where it says ten times, there is at least twenty. At least twenty percent of people just flick through everything. 80 percent no that's i don't
1: believe that eh, i mean uh, the views speak for themselves oh like, like he's killing it
0: but i just don't believe 80 percent retention
2: yeah i mm. i don't believe that i 80 retention with like think, five million views the more views you get the less the, the lower retention, your yeah. attention is going to go down because you're now reaching a more general audience that doesn't follow i think
1: you. i think i think he may have said 70 like near 70 percent yeah like that's, i, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, that's I like
2: i have videos that like have you know taken off and like what before they took off they had great retention and then they literally got to like 30 percent retention uh but have like millions of views
1: i hate i hate i hate seeing 30 I, we haven't seen it as much lately but ugh, it kills me inside when i see 30 um, i mean on a podcast it's going to be 30 percent. oh yeah of course
0: like if you're if you're releasing a two-hour video and you have a retention of and it's a podcasting and you have a retention of even 20 minutes that's good yeah because so many people are just going to skip to something that they like in topic they're interested in
2: uh dbj you like played basketball throughout your entire life until a certain point right i, I mean i play low i still play kind of low level at the minute but i yeah, yeah. but like, you played at like an extremely high
0: level though right uh as high as you can play here as i played in the top league in ireland for a couple of years i played with a lot of really good players but like i was a role player
2: can you just talk about that maybe for a second because i'm i'm personally interested like what was your you know experience and like how high did you reach
0: yeah like i played i played for the national for my national team at under 16s um we we were (laughs) actually against like we got kicked out of the european championships because uh, Basketball Ireland owed FIBA money, really, um, and they wouldn't pay it, so we got kicked out. But like we played in all the like preseason tournaments, and we wouldn't we would have actually been one of the best Irish teams ever at th- that level. But like we hmm. would have played like Belgium, UK, played Luxembourg a few times. We played like most we played a lot of the decent countries in Europe. Like we didn't play the Spain's, uh, Spain's or any of those countries, but we played a lot of the kind of next next tier of countries. Um, and like we did all right, we were competitive in every game, and then I just stopped growing. So like, I was like a, I was like a four who was, who was skilled. Like I was able to pass, dribble, shoot, and I, I could play at the four, but I stopped growing like six, one, six, two. So it's like, as we got older, like I, you're at 20 years old, you're not going to be able to play at the four at six foot two at any sort of a decent level. So then like kind of, when I got to senior, I played, I was still one of the better players in Ireland because we're not particularly tall. So like I played at like 18, 19, I played in like the top league in Ireland kind of like just just had a roster spot played a few minutes here and there um trying to transition into becoming like a two and by the time that i got good enough to get minutes youtube took off so i was like i really don't want to play basketball five days a week i when i i just want to just do youtube and i could play at a slightly lower level um i'm to play twice a week
3: didn't you tell me you could beat me at basketball
0: I don't think I did. Okay, it was uh, not I know I didn't wait, tell you. Wait, I, wait, no, wait. I put you ahead of me. No, I said I could be cash nasty and Jesser, and I stand by that. I did. I put you. I was the only person
3: who put you high. Yeah, I remember oh, that. now. Yeah. oh my. I was the only gosh. person who put you in the top five. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember, I remember, I remember now. I remember now. My bad. My bad. My oh. bad, man. That list made me so mad. Uh,
0: oh, you my were put God. at.
2: T- Some people put you below Mike, Kozember. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Yo, I who? would like to point. Wait, I would like to point who? out that first of all, I was way better at basketball than I am now. put on a bunch of weight since then. And two like during when those lists were released, when everyone was doing that, um like m- multiple people's only experience of me playing basketball like firsthand like cash was I had literally had a um a concussion, like a serious concussion to the point where my skull cracked. oh, and blood was on my brain like about two and a half months before. And this was my, f- I swear, first time running since that happened. I played with Cash and them in basketball, and I told them before, and I was like, "Dude, I just had a crazy concussion. I don't even know if I'm gonna black out out there." And they're all going, "Yeah, I played with Mike once. He wasn't that good. He was bad." I was well, like, "Before like, f- I
0: had a concussion, I, f- f- I tried my brain list, two months bro. ago. I tried to set, I tried to set up a one, I tried to attempt to set up fake B for Cash after that. Because Cash reacted to it." And I put myself ahead of Cash.
3: Where did they put like, you on the list? Fucking, where did they put you? Sorry, where,
0: where were you? They didn't put like they. Cash got so angry. He started like full on like personal insults at me.
3: Oh, snap. and I'm like,
0: what the hell is going? Like obviously, like we we all know a Cash nasty and Cash the person are two completely different people. Like we all know, like we've all met Cash. He's so, one of the nicest people I ever meet. But like I was just like, you know what? Because like I do it up before. I was like, you know, screw it. I'm going to try and leverage this into a one v one with Cash. But it's like because I know I'm going to beat him. But like at this stage, like I was playing in the top league in Ireland. I was playing basketball five days a week. But it's like, I was one of those guys that even when I'm in shape, I don't look in shape. So it was like, Cash be like, oh, this guy's out of shape. And if you're out of shape, there's something wrong with you mentally. And I'm just listening to this. And I'm like, ka I can make a reaction video.
2: That's <laughs> he was like, like personal.
0: I'm like, Jesus, he's and gone you-
2: very far with this. <laughs> Did you, wait, did you challenge him to a one-on-one? Of course I did. I just, I
0: never, I was going, I was going to go to TwitchCon where they were all going to go to in LA that year, 2017, and I ended up pulling out last minute. But I was going to literally call out Cash while I was there.
2: Oh, yeah. Like,
0: and that was in the era where, do you remember the Cash versus Lois one-on-one when Cash would just fell people? (laughs) So I was just like, I literally said it. And I was like, in my video, I was like, this is what I'm going to do when I play against him. I'm going to stand there, jab step him, step back, Wait for him to try push me and then spin him and take a layup. Wait for I mean, him to put so much pressure on me and spin and take a layup.
2: You've got you've got a platform now. Do so yeah. you want to call him out?
3: No, you, can, not. you can shoot. I'm not <laughs> so you're instantly like in the top ten for any YouTube. Yeah, I'm not, list. Like,
0: I'm not doing I'm not doing that now. Like there's no there's no point doing that. First of all, like I don't I don't think anyone that would that would turn into a fight. Like <laughs> YouTube basketball has now turned into YouTube, oh, fight yeah. YouTube with a bit of basketball. Like I'm not. Yeah. That's just like the Nick Briz crew, like I, I can't remember. They played, like, too hype. And I'm looking at this game, and I'm like, this is a fight. Like, people are taking layups, and they're being thrown into the, cre- into the stands. Like,
3: You know what? Yeah. A lot of pickup ball is like that now, too, where guys are trying to be like Nick Briz, and they're trying to be like the people they see on YouTube. And it's really annoying. It's a lot of the, the younger generation. Um, It's just annoying. Like, I just come to hoop. Like, I ain't trying to – like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going home at the end of the day. I'm
2: going to the crib. I know, ain't nobody going to the league after this, so – uh, yeah. yeah, and it's rough when someone gets in your face because then it's like, all right, now am I just gonna like somehow like just ignore this or now I'm a, do I yell back? Like, yeah, like you know, people those, get those. so angry with me in America when I
0: play pickup ball because I talk on defense, and that's like a foreign concept.
2: <laughs>
3: you know what? People got mad at me for setting screens. I kid you not. Yeah, for I'm talking I'm ta-
0: like I'm talking <laughs> on defense. Like
3: someone cuts
0: and I'll call a cutter.
3: I'll call someone
0: cutting. Yeah, and they will get give out to me being like, no, just let us play. And I'm like just telling you there's a cutter got to the basket yeah
2: it's like whenever you like whenever i go play pickup basketball or anything like i just have like good fundamentals with boxing out so like i'll just like basically shove someone out of the way like you know like who's bigger than me and they'll be like oh my god you're so good at boxing out i'm like no this is normal like this is just what boxing out is
0: yeah it's like i'm i'm that guy that looks awful in pickup because i i was the, i would be a guy that wouldn't turn the ball over in an entire game would play solid but not exceptional defense, would average like five points, five rebounds, four or five assists a game, but play 37 minutes a game and just set a bunch of screens, hit people and don't do anything wrong. Like that was my role. And like, when I play, I could play pickup with scrubs and look bad at basketball. Like, <laughs> But like oh, I've, yeah. Played, yeah, I've played yeah, yeah, pickup no, with 10 you. D1 yeah, players. i, I play played pickup with 10 D1 players and I, I'm the worst player on the floor, but I haven't looked that out of place. Caruso. No, I mean you put Caruso in a pickup game, he drops a
3: hundred. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, really? like obviously not he Caruso means, in yeah. a pickup game, but like yeah. that's your role, Caruso.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh no, I I think I I say to think the bar is the arrow. <laughs> the
2: bar is the arrow for the Spurs role. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, that's that feels good. Uh, anyone else have anything to say? Questions? Anything?
1: Um nah man thank you so much for coming on brother and keep uh crushing it your success makes me really happy by the way like i'm always cheering uh cheering you on from the stands Yeah, same to you like again the the advice that i
0: gave you i've given to 100 people you worked hard enough to make it success a success out of it like you did better than i could have ever done in that field like
1: (laughs) hopefully we see you return to that field man it's really fun talking Uh, hoops with you yeah Yeah. uh
2: yeah thanks for coming on on
1: um, can you tell everyone where to find you?
0: Yeah, so DBG on YouTube. Um, if you're a fan of NBA 2K My Team, you might see four to five videos a day. If you're not a fan of 2K My Team, yeah, it's probably it's probably best to give the channel a bit of a miss. But um, <laughs> I might I might be back on bball Daily at some stage, some stage maybe.
2: Okay, well, we'll make sure to link those and, you know, the rest of your socials in uh, the link below, guys. So definitely go check them out. Um, Tell DBG we sent you. Show him some love. Follow him. And for sure, thanks for coming on, my man. And, you know, maybe uh, if you're down, uh, we'd love to have you on later on in the season. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you subscribe. Turn on post notifications. You can find us, of course, on Spotify and Apple. And once we hit that, those 40,000 subscribers, guys, we're giving away a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. We want to give it to you. So 40,000 subscribers, um, post notifications must be on. And the only thing I have to say is people are like, oh, you know, do we do you even want a PS5 anymore? Last thing I saw, I don't even know if Sony's something's going on with sony so yeah they're more in demand than ever so bye